Hey y'all, welcome to Together Real Bad. Real bad. I am beautiful with three L's. And I am Ace with an A, a C, and an E. We invite you to join us bi-weekly as we discuss topics such as pop culture, relationship dynamics, date night activities, and maybe even a little flag football. Discover how we nurture our growing relationship with intentional activities, questions, love, and service. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app to listen or check out our website at togetherrealbad.com. And now on to the show. She's stuck inside my mental. She got a body like a temple. Even though she drives me crazy. Welcome to Together Real Bad. No, that's not how we started. Hi, guys. Welcome back. I am beautiful. And I'm Ace. And we are Together Real Bad. I was thinking about that the other day. Like, we need to say we are Together Real Bad because we are Together Real Bad. That's true. This is Together Real Bad, so. That's true. I like the way you're thinking about that. Yeah, thank you. I was, you know, up all night thinking (laughs) when I couldn't sleep and stuff, so. Okay, fair enough. You have a lot of those nights where you can't sleep? Um, just lately. Not that I can't sleep. You're not sleeping sleep. well. Exactly. Sleep yes. I wanna yeah. I wanna go to sleep and not remember anything <sighs> that like how I fell asleep, what I was watching, a dream. No, that's how that's how I wanna wake up. Like, oh man, that was such a good rest. I don't remember nothing. Don't Those remember days for me are over. I haven't had I mean, I occasionally have a night like that. Um typically it's because we've partaken um but other than that i'm waking up at three o'clock 3 30 4 30 i think today i woke up at like 4 30 and i was like <sighs> i went back to sleep but i woke up and i want to sleep all the way through the night i i never noticed <laughs> yeah because you'd be, be out i'll be knocked out but the past couple of days i've been having like really really bad dreams well i mean that's Which probably just uh, everything we have going on right now i'm sure yeah i'm sure that's what it is yeah so what's up how you doing i'm i'm doing okay yeah yeah just okay i mean there's still lots to do and lots to i guess get adjusted to still some planning with my life oh, and yeah. it's now like down to the wire like before i was just thinking about it and trying to plan for it but now it's like coming to the time where okay things need to be set yeah so that i'm set yeah because winter is coming. Exactly. <laughs> winter is coming. Winter is coming. Um, so, yeah, my anxiety is a little bit higher. A little okay. high. Well, you'll figure it out. Or, you know, I'm like, whatever is supposed to happen is going to happen. So yeah. as best you can, try not to stress about it. Yeah. You like my room? Yes. <laughs> straight from the bed. Not straight from the bed. Into you know. the robe, into the chair. I wish I could say I woke up like this. Well, you always wake up beautiful, beautiful. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> I was going to say something funny there, but you ruined my job. <laughs> but thank you. You're welcome. I do what I can. <laughs> anyway, we're going to jump right into it um, because I know a lot of people have been paying attention to this. It's actually um, kind of been big in the pop culture news lately. Love mm-hmm. is Blind, season five. Mm-hmm. Um undoubtedly the worst season ever i'm so disappointed uh, okay is it the worst season or just kind of like not the greatest group of people which in turn would be the worst season because you got the not not so the greatest group of people on one season that are just the couples are are odd the people are odd the different circumstances yeah the different circumstances are have been odd and I don't know it's just you know I see when they first started out I thought it was like a genuine show like I even wanted to be on it like I started to apply and all that kind of stuff really uh, yes I wanted okay. to be on love is mine so bad like so bad almost as bad almost <laughs> as bad as I wanted to be on the real world I okay. used to want to be in the real world. Man. So I get that. But really, honestly, Robles. But I digress. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> for any, either one would have been fine for me. I just want to be, I just want to be on the show. And yeah. and for the right reasons, but also, you know, serving a person that like, I want to be on reality TV anyway. Right. Um, and so since that first season, um, I feel like 
people have been catching on like, oh, after these people, you know, get into these relationships, be it that they make it or don't make it for various reasons, mm-hmm. they become kind of celebrities yeah. in a sense. That's and true. so a lot of the contestants, that's been their goals. I feel like their motive for coming onto the show and it hasn't really been about finding, finding someone. love yeah. blindly. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think that it's gone downhill because of that, because the motives have been changing. And so in this season, it's very evident that, you know, things are different than the past it's like you can tell like there's been a shift yeah in in the um what would you call it um <laughs> in the in the cultural uh is it paradigm paradigm i don't know let me not try and use big words but there's been a shift in their love is blind culture yeah um as far as the purpose of the experiment is what they've been calling it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so much so, like I was looking at the TV the other day, like catching up and they were, this was at the time they were doing the wedding dress shopping and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized like, damn, it's really only two couples left. It's really only two couples left. But then you read there was originally yes, four. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm getting at. Okay. Like, so actually I think there might've been six or seven. So, um, we have um, Milton and Lydia. We have Stacy and Izzy. So those are the two couples that remain. Mm-hmm. Then you have Taylor and JP, the guy, Mr. America, the one that always wore the red, white, and blue, different variations of red, white, and blue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's, he was very odd and yeah. like visibly like not attracted to Taylor at all. And she was a beautiful girl. Yeah, I love I her nose. She was nice. <laughs> I like noses. She has a really cute nose. What do you think about my nose? I'm with you. Oh, period. No, I, I love your nose. I love everything about your, your face. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah, like he hated that girl. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, he it was just weird. Like he, I mean, his body language was saying, "I am not attracted to you." But he wouldn't even try and talk to her. Like, if you're not attracted to her, then say that. Like, I know it's supposed to be this experiment about like being attracted to the mind and the soul, and then, <clears throat> excuse me, and then the like the forward facing yeah. physical. But I mean, some people can't get past that and I feel like it's only fair for you as a contestant on this show and knowing the purpose of this show is to tell the person that you're supposed to try and be with like hey this is not gonna work I know I tried you know love is blind yada yada but I can't do it and then like leave you you're wasting this girl's time yeah but instead he did tell her that he didn't like her with makeup (laughs) that's the only thing he kept saying it's like if you would just wear, wear less makeup or no makeup like, I like you better. Which is crazy. Right. Right? And she's like, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. Right. right, right. right? Who are you to tell me not to wear any makeup? Yeah, I'm glad flag. you love my freckles. Great. Because <laughs> she has some cute freckles. I'm glad yeah. you love my freckles. But I like to wear makeup to enhance my beauty. Right. Not to cover up my beauty. That's not the purpose. But wearing makeup makes me feel comfortable. And for you to tell me not to wear makeup, don't don't wear another sh- or red and white stripes. With oh, stars. Red, white and blue stars, uh, shorts or pants. <laughs> right. It's the same difference. Same, yeah. It's the same difference. Hey, don't wear makeup no more. I forbid it. I barely want to do it now anyway, but <laughs> <laughs> even if that was the case, I'm like, girl, all right, whatever. I'm still going to do what I want. But yeah, so it was um, Taylor JP. Then it was Aaliyah and what's that guy's name? Uche. Aaliyah and Uche and that whole crazy love triangle thing with Lydia like oh yeah that don't get me started on her strange. that whole love triangle was like what right and you know people are talking about, I think her name is Lydia people yeah. are talking about Lydia and she got on there on purpose I don't know I'm having a little like when I watch Uche he's so adamant about letting every single person know I just I don't know. It's something else there. Well, like watch it come out in like six months, like they right. were in on it together. Right. Like, exactly. I and know. I think he's trying to like almost do like, like, um, like damage control, but before the damage happens, he's like causing more of the damage. In right. My opinion. But I'm saying like, 
from a lawyer's perspective, because he's a lawyer. Yeah, he is. He's okay. probably trying to paint the picture that maybe like this is this is what really happened. She followed me on a show. But in reality, it could be that they actually planned on being on there together. But with that same token is how is it that both of them made it through all the prereqs and whatever you have to do to sign onto the show mm. to then both make it onto the show? And then cause all this drama. Like yeah. I feel like it was probably a setup, even with the producers. With, oh yeah. yeah, something, yeah. something happened, or they caught on and like, okay, let's spin it to you know make this show a little yeah. bit more interesting Absolutely. because we dropped nothing. like five other. I was gonna say because there was no other sustenance <laughs> or um, controversial stuff yeah. that was going on on the show, and that's why I was so distracted at the fact that there were two couples up until they went dress mm-hmm. shopping. And yeah. the other girl who was supposed to be on there, her name was Renee, and she was supposed to be with this guy named Thomas. Um, I'm not sure how their relationship was because we didn't even see them date in the pods because they cut out their entire relationship completely. Yeah. I think that she was one of the ones that also got proposed to and said yes, but somewhere something went wrong and they cut them out. I think they even went to Mexico. No, I don't think that they went to Mexico. I don't know. I don't know what happened with them. But then there was another group, I mean, another couple that they're saying it's got some drama going on. Um, Tran and some other, some guy. I don't have a clue. That was your research. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I did do some, I forget his name, but there's something going on between them where there was a sexual assault. There's a pending sexual assault case mm. going on. And allegedly, while they were in Mexico, because they made it all the way to Mexico, she expressed her unwantingness to do anything physical with this person. Mm-hmm. And the person allegedly persisted, I mean, proceeded to um, do what he wanted. And that caused some concern for her. So she, I guess she brought it up to the producer is like, hey, I'm uncomfortable in this situation, um, yada, yada, yada. And they were like, well, maybe you should take the time to talk to him, kind of like brushing her feelings and the situation under the rug, right. like it's not that big a deal. And the show came back and said, and in response to that, like, you know, we don't condone sexual assault, apparently. And then that um, they tried to... Um, Make sure that she was okay. We we keep our cameras filming not all day, basically is what they were saying. Like we don't film all day, every day. So what happens after we film, we they can't control. We mm-hmm. don't know about, yeah. we can't control. Yeah. So they are, um, they have been going back and forth with that. So that's like the, is that the fifth? The fifth what, season? No, 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 no. It is the fifth season. Oh. I think that's the fifth couple. And then there was another couple. There was another couple. But um, I thought it was super, super interesting how, like, all this drama is happening in season five. And so at this point, I'm like, okay, let's have a watch party. Because, like, our, like, neighbors really like the show, which I think is super cool because I never had, like, that type of relationship with my neighbors. So our, our neighbors like the show. I want to watch the wedding um episode with them which would be, be super good. right that's gonna be we're gonna be up here throwing cussing people out at the tv yeah, like that's gonna be real interesting all, all type of shit so um i'm i'm interested to see in the next episode and i don't even know when it's supposed to come out i don't either honestly but i would assume sometime this week because they were we just watched the last episode and they were promoing yeah it. well they were supposed that was another thing they were saying that they were supposed to be um like 12 maybe 13 episodes and they only have 10 episodes total well the writer strike i think i don't think oh, no like they don't do it concurrently though so maybe not i don't know I no no no, no. each season is supposed to be 13 to 12 episodes and they only have 10 episodes this season because we have two couples left they cut everything out <laughs> so that's why they've been showing more of the drama because they have to fill up the episodes yeah. with some type of content that's true so I just think it's really interesting and I'm and I'm tuned in and um, I love the drama, but I hate to see one of my favorite dating reality shows, you know, slowly go down the drain. Mm. Unfortunate. More on that in the next podcast, because I'm sure we're <laughs> going to have some sort of, I don't know, things are going to come to fruition. fruition so. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't even want to get really 
I don't, I don't even want to get deeper into the actual couples that are still there because that's, they, nobody is going to get married. Nobody is going to end up being married. And we're just going to be like, looking at the TV, like, <laughs> you know, that one meme where Viola Davis is sitting in that, in that chair with that badass wig. Yes. And she just like. Got up and walked away like, uh, and rolled her, her eyes. Yes. <laughs> rolled her eyes and got up and walked away. That's how we all going to be looking at the TV. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. Um, so we took a trip to Michigan this weekend. Oh, not this weekend. Last weekend. Was that last weekend? Yes. Yeah, last you're right. Weekend. Last weekend. Took a trip to Detroit, my hometown. Whoop, whoop. Stayed with my best friend. My mom came. My aunt came. You came. Yes. Had a little induction ceremony into my high school's Hall of Fame. Because she that good. Because <laughs> I'm all right. You. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Give yourself your kudos since they didn't. Uh, they did but yeah got inducted into my high school's hall of fame uh saw some faces i haven't seen literally in 20 years which was no lit like 25 years which was pretty cool like my old athletic director was there her son is the new athletic director or new to me athletic director um some of my like well one of my old teammates um a couple of just administrators and teachers it was really cool being back and seeing all the changes and stuff they had made um the only caveat or downside was the there was a panel Mm -hmm. um i was the only african-american person on the panel there was probably like two like coaches like um it was supposed to be three coaches but one was uh one yes one passed yeah. uh sometime a little bit ago um so his daughter was there because he played she played softball under him um everybody got a question like yeah uh how was your experience with your teammates how was your uh how did this athletic experience shape your life and the moderator asked me let me back up a little bit this school when I was attending probably had about 40 African-Americans in our class um, and the rest were of different cultural backgrounds, but mainly Caucasian. Um, and there was probably maybe say two, you saw the picture, maybe 200 people that graduated in my class, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so whatever that percentage is, but uh, the moderator MC asked me something about how was diversity important to you when you attended Mercy High School? And I answered the question, but like I immediately saw some faces in the crowd crowd, and they were like, what in the heck just happened? <laughs> and so um, afterwards, like people were coming up to me. I am so sorry that he asked you that question. We gave him questions and it's just, we just apologize. Like the president called me, uh, the president of the, the school board called me the next day and apologized profusely for it. That's because she needed to. She didn't. She wasn't remorseful that, that day. Somebody had to tell her like, hey, your guy <laughs> that you hired to to be the MC for this program for the Arpano yeah. fucked it up. <laughs> this is where he was wrong. You need to go make it right. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, and my mom was talking to my aunt and she was telling my aunt, like Christy don't really care about stuff like that. Ace don't really care about stuff like that. And so, um, she was like, well, still, and I don't, but I understand how it was just terrible timing. Like people yeah. are coming to hear about, they really wanted to hear, and people told me this, they really wanted to hear about my football experience, like how I got into it, why'd I do it, all these different things. And so for him to ask such a narrow-minded and yeah. sensitive question was it blew a lot of people away. So. Everybody was literally like, stone him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the lady next to Walk me. Walk the plank. Right, like, yeah. uh. You uh, took video and the lady next to me, <laughs> like the way her face turned. Oh my God. She was like, she was at the, the start of the question. She kind of knew it was going to be bad because she was biting her lip like. And then as soon as he like finished the question, she was like, oh, yeah. White lady. <laughs> yeah. So, but beyond that, um, I had a really good time. It was super cool seeing the school and seeing the actual, like, um, the plaque that was on the wall. Like, mm-hmm. man, like my picture's going to be on, on the wall for an eternity. 
That's so, cool. Yeah, that is cool. It that was cool, cool for me because like I had never been to Detroit. And I hadn't seen you in like your almost not I want to say natural habitat, but like in a space where like you are super familiar with comfortable. I also got to meet your mom and your aunt for the first time. So that was also very nerve wracking. It was just a weekend of emotional roller coasters (laughs) for me. So um, but it was like really great to see see you up there and be there to celebrate you and all the good things. It made me think like, man, like what what would have been like if I went to like an all girl Catholic high school? Because this should look fun. It was fun. I would never trade that experience for the world. Like I, I had no clue when I was in elementary school about like high schools. I had no clue about mercy. I think somebody told my mom about mercy. And so in Detroit, you have to take, there's three like top like high schools. It's, uh, um, I think it's Christ the King renaissance and cast tech and so you have to take a test to get placed into one of those three schools and i think i got in the cast like renaissance is the highest and then cast and then the next is uh christ the king and she was like well do you want to go and take a look at mercy and i was like okay all girls catholic school i it didn't i didn't i wasn't boy crazy anyway for obvious reasons so i didn't <laughs> <laughs> so we went there and i was like man i was like this school is it's pretty cool i mean you're around girls all the time but like those girls become your family and though i don't talk to a lot of people um from high school if i sat down with one of them that i was really cool with i'm quite sure we would just pick it back up where we left off yeah so um yeah, it was it was an experience that I would never, ever, ever um, give up, just like I would never give up my college experience. So it was pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, I loved seeing you. In my little element. And yeah, in your element. A little walk in the halls with you that you once walked. I know. That's crazy, right? Yeah. I walked those halls like 25 years ago. It's wild. <laughs> I was as old as I am. No, I'm just joking. Uh, I'm joking. (laughs) I appreciate you coming. (laughs) It was nerve-wracking, I'm sure, for you meeting my family. So thanks for coming. Yeah. Laren had to tell me to calm down a few times because I didn't like the (laughs) the normal things that I do for you. Like just like, for instance, when I went to go, you know, after you finished taking your picture, I went to go grab your, you know, your trophy or plaque or whatever you want to call it to put it back in the box. I boxed it back up for you. I went over to take pictures of you with it and all that kind of stuff. And Laren was like, what are you doing? Like you're making it way too obvious. Relax, relax. Like my mom knows, but at the end, at the end of the day, I really like, I don't really care. I mean, I just, I want to be respectful. But like, it's my life at the end of the day and I got to live it how I choose to live it. True. So it is what it is. So let's get into the meat of it. The meat and potatoes. My partner has ADD. Now what? Question mark. <laughs> is that the question? Is that the title of That's this? That's the title. Oh, okay. The title. My partner. <laughs> okay. My partner has ADD. Now, now what? what? Yes. So... Um, you started to tell me a little bit like when we were talking about this episode, but how did you discover and when did you discover that you uh, had ADD? Um, so I started off by telling you like we were talking about how we were as students and stuff. So like in elementary school, never had a problem with um, schoolwork and getting great grades, even through high school. I never studied. I had photographic memory. Um, if there was a um, if there was a particular subject that I really liked, I tended to excel in it because not because I was paying attention more, but because I was actually into it. Mm-hmm. So math was my thing. Like I loved numbers, and I was in advanced math classes and all that kind of stuff. Um, it wasn't until um, college, <clears throat> my freshman year full of prereqs like normal and I, I did pretty good I got A's and B's but they were like easy classes um my sophomore year is when I was like okay I'm, I'm starting to step into what might be my major so the classes got a little bit harder um I went from A's and B's to um like an A a couple B's and maybe a C or two mm-hmm. and then my junior year is when my grades my first semester my grades kind of went down and I knew it was because like I didn't, I never studied in high school, never had to study. So coming into college where you get a bunch of information thrown at you at one time, like you're learning three chapters in one day where it was like 
maybe a chapter and a half and you had to go home and like read on it back in high school. Like, no, it was like three to five chapters in one day. Mm-hmm. And having to study and learn all that information for multiple classes at a time was difficult for me. So I was like, okay, let me, let me like really, really try to take detailed notes. So I was sitting in a lecture class and um, I began to like come up with like a scenario, like a story, like a, how I actually realized like, okay, I need to go and see what's up. Mm-hmm. Um, I would be in a lecture hall and the professor would be talking and I'm like, okay, let me get these notes together. I had different color pens for like different type of information. If it was vital information, I would underline it in a different color. If it was a keyword that I needed to know, I would write it in a different color. Like I was really trying to have like these detailed notes. So when it came time to study, it was easier to study because I knew exactly what things were that I needed to focus on. Right. So I'll be in class and the two like, all right, class, today we'll we'll be talking about um, osmosis, for example. And I'm like, OK, cool. I remember what osmosis is a, a little bit. I learned it in, um, in high school. So, OK, we got this. Mm-hmm. So we'll be talking about osmosis. And I'm like, OK, water, water. Yeah, I like water. Actually, I hate water, but, you know, <laughs> I mean, I drink it from time to time. You know, I like water better cold than hot. And like, you know, in practice. They only make us drink water. We can't drink anything else. So I usually do. And this is your mind. This This is is my mind. mind Yes. This is my mind going on and on in the tangent off of the word osmosis. Meanwhile, the professor has gone on with this entire lecture and he's moved on to mitochondria. (laughs) And I'm still on osmosis and why, or I'm not even on osmosis anymore. I'm on the fact that I don't like to drink water and how I put emergency in my water (laughs) in order to drink it at practice. Wow. And how damn I got practice later. I need to hurry up and get home and take a nap. What am I going to eat? Like my mind has gone from osmosis to what I'm going to eat. And now the entire lecture is over and I don't have anything on my notes except mm-hmm. for osmosis. Mm-hmm. So like I missed an entire, an entire classwork class worth of, of notes because my mind has, done its own thing Mm -hmm. and so I went to my mom like hey you know I'm having a trouble like a hard time focusing in class I think I probably need to go you know see a doctor or something and I didn't know what it was called at the time Mm -hmm. you know I only knew of ADHD and I knew I wasn't hyper Mm -hmm. and I didn't know to go and do research on the different variants of you know ADD ADHD and how they're similar how they're different um so I went to the doctor and um, and she was like, um, well, you're 21 because I was my junior year. I was 21. Mm-hmm. She was like, OK, we're going to give you an adolescent test and we're also going to give you an adult test since you're in the middle of the two. OK, so I'm like, OK, so I took these two different tests and she came back with the results and she was like, wow, like. I don't even know how you made it through high school with mm-hmm. how severe your ADD is. Wow. You scored out of the norm for both tests, adolescence and, and, and the adult test. Like you must be some type of genius. Mm. And at the time I was like, Oh shit, she thinks, <laughs> she, you know, but I didn't think like, damn, like you got it really bad. Yeah. And it didn't take, it didn't take um, long for me to realize like, man, the reason why probably I had this issue focusing or how I've been able to coast this entire time is based on my focus and how I have to be with gymnastics. Mm, if I didn't okay. have that structure yeah. as a sport and the immense like um, focus that it took to do certain skills in the moment and all that kind of stuff, I probably wouldn't have been able to apply that to my real life as much as I have been up until my junior year yeah. because so much more information was given at that given at a time. Right. So yeah, um, I went to doctor. She prescribed me um, Adderall. No, she prescribed me the the um, generic version of Adderall. Okay. And at first it was like, you know, five milligrams at a time. Um, and that didn't do anything for me. My metabolism was super high. Um, I definitely needed more focus than five milligrams at a time. So eventually, like we kept up in the dosage until we found one that worked for me. And at the time it got up to like 30 milligrams. So I was taking 30. I was, no, it wasn't normal because she told me that like, that's as much as like a, one of her fighter, fighter, firefighter, um, patients was taking a man, a man. Okay. And I was like, damn, 
you know? Yeah. Um, but if you flipping all over the place, yeah, you're going to, I mean, you're going to metabolize things much faster. I mean, any athlete was down in a bunch of junk and was fine. I'm sure. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I under, I understood later on, but I was like, man, you must really have a bad if you have to take as much as a, like a firefighter. Mm. Um, and I actually hated taking my medication. I hated the side effects it gave me. I had insomnia really bad. Mm. I would have mood swings. I would have to check constantly because other people really didn't know that I was taking these pills, except for my coaches, because you have to disclose that because, you know, there's, you know, banned substances for NCAA, um, within those, that drug. So, um, like I had to check myself constantly. Um, I was losing meals because my appetite would drop drastically when I would take them. Um, there was a, a certain window where I could take them. If I was outside of that window, I wouldn't take it because my milligrams were, my dosage was so high that if I took it later on in the day, I wouldn't sleep through the night at all. I wouldn't go to sleep at all. I so I had imagine. to take it in between eight and 10 in the morning. Wow. If I didn't take it, that was it. And so you just had to go through the day just dealing with. Yes. Okay. Yes. Wow. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. That's that's a that's a whole lot. Yeah. So in this relationship, how do you feel like in our relationship? How do you feel like um, your ADD affects it? Um, especially considering that the fact that I do not take medication anymore. As soon as I graduated, um, with my uh, bachelor's, mm-hmm. I stop taking my medication because I felt like I didn't really need it. I didn't like it anyway. I didn't like the way it made me feel. So I opted not to take it um, and try to cope the best way that I could without it. Mm -hmm. Um, How do I feel like it's affected our relationship? Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes um, there are positives and negatives to the way that has affected our relationship. Sometimes, um, like for a person with ADD, we can do multiple things at one time. And um, I've been able to, I guess, multitask when it comes to certain things. Like, you need me to. <laughs> but at the same time, like, we can be there. I can't focus on more than one thing at a time if I'm already focusing on one. Yeah. So, like, for instance, it looks like I'm ignoring you when I'm in my phone sometimes mm-hmm. and I'll hear mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. but it doesn't catch up with me until after the fact and I'll be over here like she's ignoring me again or yeah but I don't be ignoring you I know so and then also it'll be sometimes that I don't hear you at all because I'll be doing something and my mind is only on that yeah. that thing yeah um there's been times where like you know my anxiety will get to me. And so like, I'll get kind of um, frustrated easily. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that would affect. Yeah. Us. Cause I'm always like, don't give up so easy. Like keep going with it. Like let's keep trying. And then you'd be like, no, nah, I'm done. i will be like, dang. But then I have to remember like, okay, this is what, you know, you're dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing that, well, like we've realized in these past couple of weeks is I'm a procrastinator. I'm a huge procrastinator. And I've been a procrastinator since when I was since I was a kid. And procrastination always worked for me because I worked well under pressure. That don't work well for you. Like you no. want you when you when we say we're going to do something, you want it done. All right, let's get it done now. And I'm like, but we got time. No, we can't we wait. We don't have time. OK, so I. Am a procrastinator to a degree, but as I've gotten older, um, having have been a procrastinator, things don't always work the way they should. And so now I'm like, no, the earlier we can get this done, the better or the earlier I can start on this, the better, because life happens and you can't control life. Right. And Mm -hmm. so in order to have a better chance of of just dealing with what comes at you when you don't know what's coming at you. If you get things done earlier or sooner than later, then you have time to like, you know, you have time to deal with those things that come at you. But could you imagine if we would have waited to start moving? I mean, that's always the, the, the other side of having procrastination. When you don't feed into the procrastination, you realize, huh, that was like we actually right we got it done like I feel so much better that's always the other side of it so yes of course I do feel the benefits and see the benefits of not 
procrastinating. Right. But why do you think, why do you think you, is that it, you having ADD means procrastination or that's just. I feel like it just comes along with it. Okay. Um, but why do you think, like, why do you think you, why do you think in your head, uh, I got time, I'll do it later. And then continue to like, think that, what do you, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, uh. I don't feel like dealing with it right now. Or what do you think it is? Um, for me, it could be like my, like too much is going on at one time. Like I just, this is another thing I just can't focus okay. on right now. I can't do it. Yeah. So I'm going to put it off. Right. And if I continue to dwell on it, I'm going to get irritated. And then I'm just going to shut down. Mm. So it's easier to just put stuff off and then come back to it. Then to, to deal with it at the moment that maybe is a good time to deal with it. Right. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I get a little bit frustrated like with certain, um, characteristics of ADD because like you just said, I just like yesterday we need to go to the laundromat and I was like, all right, let's go. Cause why not? Like, let's get up and get it done. And you're like, no, no, I just want to chill a little bit. I'm like, okay. So I just went and started doing something else. But, um, yeah, I just got to reel it in and realize like we, Again, we work, work differently, differently. <laughs> and we have to find a um, a happy medium. Yeah. And I got up and we went. It was just yeah, like, I just yeah, wanted sure. to like wrap my head around what the day was going to be like. Because at that moment, we had just found out that I wasn't going into work. So I'm like, yeah. okay, let me like kind of almost like a, a, a short decompress from, decompression yeah, session. I understand that. <laughs> with from, <myself. laughs> from thinking that you had to go to work. To right. Like, All right. Oh, yeah, I don't now I can breathe. And then probably and now, thinking, what if they, what if they do what they did yesterday? Bruh. And call me in. <laughs> after they call, after they, <laughs> they cut call me. me off. <laughs> Bruh. Oh my God. That was, man, <laughs> that was irritating. And then I got there and made $2. And left. And left. hours later. Mm, mm, mm. Anyhow. Um, so <sighs> having ADD, um, I assume like gives you or adds to your anxiety. So what are the things that trigger that for you? Like what triggers your anxiety? I don't know if ADD has a trigger or if that's just something that is constantly with you, but, um, you know, what, what triggers ADD or what triggers your anxiety or both? Honestly, I didn't realize I had anxiety until I had anxiety. Like, yeah, I didn't know that that's what it was. Um, so, for instance, what triggers my anxiety? Um, if I have too much going on and they're all pressing matters mm-hmm. and something uh, like I have to be I have to make a decision on on everything right then and there, it gives me anxiety because one, I don't want to make a like a a decision that fast mm-hmm. two. There's so many variables that can go into each situation that like, why, why do I have, why do I have to do this right now? Like why I I have to think about this. I have to think about this. I have to think about this. So Mm -hmm. like, for example, an example of that in my life is like, what, what am I doing for work? Right. Right. I have to find another job because the season is ending. It's like, okay, thank God I moved in here. Like I'm still waiting to hear back from a couple of different places, but like I said earlier in the show, like the time is now that something needs to be set in place. So that causes me anxiety because I have things that, and obligations that I have to, you know, make sure that I tend to, and also keeping up with the, with the um, things that we said that we were going to do together and the building and stuff like that. I want to make sure that I'm able to contribute the way that I'm supposed to contribute. So it's causing me anxiety because I feel like I'm not going to get it done. And I think the feeling of not being able to get something done, something not being perfect, um, all triggers me, triggers my anxiety. Gotcha. Gotcha. So what are things that I can do? Like, well, first, what does it look like when your anxiety is triggered? And then what are things that I can do to try and ease that instead of add to it? Cause I'm sure I add to it in certain situations because I'm like, let's go, let's go, let's get it done. Let's get it done. So how, what would help you in that, in that way? Um, what was the first part of that question? Um, how, 
that's another thing like <laughs> with my ADD like I'll be listening and trying to listen very intently and being caught up on the words I'll still forget what we're talking about I'll forget what I'm saying while I'm talking to like what I'm supposed to be saying while I talk to you yeah no yes I've, yes I've seen that um we were talking about triggers so I asked uh what um I know I trigger like your anxiety mm-hmm. or or ADD if there is a trigger for it so what can I do to um, help you through that and not trigger that? Because I know that sometimes I can trigger that because I'm like, okay, let's go. Let's get it done. Let's go. I like that you help me take things in stages. Um, you help me to like get my thoughts out. If it's like a, a if I have to answer something mm-hmm. like through email or through text, um, you you slow it down for me when you realize like, okay, this is, this might be a lot. Yeah. Um, so you think about those things. Um, you still push me, which I still love. I love that you push me. She don't love it in the moment though. I don't love it in the moment. (laughs) I do not love it in the moment, but it's like, that's it's the same thing as like the procrastination. Like when, once it's done, it's like, (sighs) ah, you know, but so like in the moment when you push me, I'm like, Mickey Ficky, <laughs> get out my face. Like, leave me alone for a second. Like, oh, can we, can we wait a second? One second. Nope. Yes. So sometimes nope. you give me that time. <laughs> sometimes you give me that time and it's very helpful. Yeah. Um, Because I need, it's like my, my body and my brain needs time to process it all. Yeah. Okay. Well, duly noted. Mm-hmm. Are you having anxiety right now? No, no? but okay. I feel like I'm okay. in an interview. And well, even though I'm not like shaking in my voice, like <laughs> my brain is rattling because like, what? I mean, How are you going to keep up with these questions in your head and actually answer them and not ramble and, and actually answer, get, like, get the question in? It's okay to ramble. It's a podcast. People yeah. like to hear you talk. I like to hear you talk because I like your I like your voice. Yeah. So, well, yeah. I still want to answer your question because I want I want to answer your questions because hopefully this like helps episode other, yeah helps yes, other absolutely people helps other like couples who, and even us because you're still learning things about me. You didn't know about those stories and how I was diagnosed yeah, and why yeah. and all that kind of stuff. You just told me you had ADD and I was like, hmm. And when you told me like after like being like irritated by a few things I just like you know like the procrastination and stuff like that nothing major but Mm -hmm. just stuff that we again we work differently um I like started doing research like reading like what are the causes what can you do to help what are some of the symptoms um how can you ease those symptoms so I'm always in my head like okay like you know, lead with love. Like that's my, my mantra for a lot of things is lead with love, lead with love. And so, um, when I do start to get like irritated or like, what what the hell, like, why is she doing this like this? I have to think back like, okay, she has, there's, there's a base cause for, you know, why this might be going on. Um, and so that just self-talk for me and having, you know, taking the initiative to do my own research definitely helps me, um, relate to, you better and what you are actually going through because it's hard when you when there's nothing that you can see wrong with anyone it's really hard to say okay there's something wrong with them and not that there's anything wrong with you Mm -hmm. but you know what they classify as something being wrong or a mental health issue Um, it's really hard to when you can't touch it to to make sense of it yeah I used to I used to not even like to tell people like at one point at one point I was like comfortable with telling people like yeah I have ADD um yeah this is because I have ADD yeah um I stopped telling people because I would tell some people like I would have ADD and they're like oh everybody got a little bit of ADD oh they make light of it like no mine is diagnosed <laughs> like I actually take medication for it right I understand like some people I would get like even run down like some of the symptoms like I I not a, I can't focus sometimes and I would just run down and like oh yeah I, I got some of that too I'm like damn okay well I mean not that that it made me feel bad in that moment it was just like okay well maybe this is like something that's not as serious as as I've made it for myself mm-hmm. 
And if everybody got ADD, then it is what it is. And, you know, so I stopped telling people that I suffer from it and I just was like suffering in silence and not being able to like be upfront about the fact that like I'm having issues over here. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't suffer in silence. You don't have to suffer in silence around me anymore. Well, not that you did, but you don't have to suffer in silence. I was going to say I silence. didn't. I know. You immediately told me. It was like, deal with it. Nah, you didn't say that, but you did <laughs> tell me. <laughs> um, What questions do you have for me, if any, about like how I deal with it, how we deal with it, how you deal with me dealing with it? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know your very first reaction to like, to a to to a moment where you notice like oh shit that's her ADD like what what right not when you realized it was my ADD be like like when you like frustrated with me like what were you thinking and then you were like oh never mind it's this um I think the biggest one that I think of can think of so far was like when we were moving like I would ask um all right when this was probably like we moved in what like October and this was probably like um (laughs) this was probably like mm, August maybe or maybe even July I was like okay well all right when you want to move and you're like I don't know and immediately just glazed over it and so I was like I don't know what was going on at the moment but I think I was thinking okay well maybe this is a little bit too much like considering what's going on at the moment So that's when I was like, okay. And I, and I probably said, well, think about it and let me know. And then I came back to it and I was like, okay, all right. When you want to start moving. And then you're like, okay, I think October 1st, like the, the second time the question was answered a lot more comfortably and with, um, you know, some, yeah, we're going to do this behind it. So I'm thinking you just thinking about moving and changing this and changing that was overwhelming at the moment. Um, and you had other things going on and you couldn't process like trying to move. And my first, like when we've had this conversation before, my first thought, whenever you say, I don't know, I'd be like, you didn't even take a second to think about it. Like, that's what my initial thought, um, thoughts always are. It's so funny you say that because when I was younger, my mom used to hate the fact that I would say, I don't know. I hate it for everybody. Like, and if, when people say, I don't know, and then just leave it. I'm like, there's so many resources out here. There is no reason you shouldn't know. That's just me and how I think. Because if you ask me a question, I'll be like, hmm, I might be like, hmm, I don't know. And then I go immediately pick up my phone and Google it. But everybody's not like that. Um, so I think, you know, that's my, my initial reaction was definitely frustration and the fact that, you know, it was just like, eh, I don't know. Because it comes off as you don't care, even though I know you do care. Mm-hmm. But I think think in my mind the way I make sense of it is it's your way of not having to deal with a certain subject in the moment because you may be overwhelmed with other things that are going on that you may not even have told me about yet in your head so that's my yeah frustration is my first reaction um and then empathy and then lead with love are like always secondary after my frustration is gone um do you feel like you the things that you've been doing to um understand my diagnosis has helped like our relationship um yeah because i feel like if i didn't know i would be more frustrated um that uh we didn't have the same type of ways to work um but that's my own deal because like, I always feel like people should be how I am and work how I am. And no, that's wrong. People are not like you. Everybody's different. Everybody's different for a reason. You can't force people to be something or someone outside of who they are. Um, so, um, yeah, that's my answer. I think I answered the question. I think you did too. Okay. Um, Another question. Mm-hmm. Um, if I hadn't told you mm-hmm. from the beginning that I had ADD and I had all these issues that came up, do you think that those all would have been red flags for you and you would have been out? 
No, I don't think I would have been out. Um, They are red flags, but when you enter into a relationship, you have to take the good and the bad, right? Like it's not all good. There's just bad that comes with it. And so it probably would have been a situation of me and be like me being like, why don't you get up and do this? Or why don't you get up and do that? Or can you help me with this? Or can you help me with that? Or let's talk about this or that. And, you know, I probably would have just kept pushing because I would not have known, like, because I'm trying to get an answer. I need an answer so that I can continue on with this or we can continue on with that. So, um, that, that would have been the only difference. I probably would have, I think, pushed harder than I do sometimes. And I would have had a hard time understanding, you know, why things are the way they are or why there is procrastination. Um, I also wouldn't have been able to give things to you or know to give things to you in like little doses or try and break things down so that they don't seem overwhelming. Um, so just knowing that um, and then, you know, reading about that um, was definitely helpful for me. So um, at the end of the day, it just helps us, you know, navigate the situation or our situations better when there are, when you have anxiety or when we both have, have some sort of anxiety about something. What was the most surprising thing that you learned about ADD? Um, hmm. I mean, I think I always thought of it as just like, just like the inability to pay attention for a long period of time. But it's, it's more than that, right? It's like you said, is um, anxiety. It's um, going from one thought to the next thought, to the next thought, to the next thought. And I was reading an article and this guy that had ADD said, it's like going into a room and there's like, um, I think he said like 10 or 15 TVs and all of those TVs are playing at once different shows and you're trying to keep up with each show. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, wow, that's a lot. Because I mean, even if we're like laying in bed and um, the TV's on and then like the phone, like one of our phones is loud or your phone is loud. I'll be like, hey, can you turn that down? Because I can't hear like the main TV, but like that's how it is for you. A lot of the times, like you can't hear the main, the main thing that's going on, the main thing that was happening. And so um, I think the the amount of noise that um, happens in your brain and someone's brain with ADD, ADD was um surprising to know that that's what it's like you know it's not just like oh um I started writing something and then I got up and got a drink of water and then I went back to the room and went to sleep because I forgot about what I was writing it's just that there's so much noise going on in your head that it's hard to choose the the to hear the main thing that you need to focus on or even to choose what to do first Mm -hmm. okay and final question yeah do you feel like I actively try to like notice when I'm having quote unquote an episode and try to like not I'm I don't want to say catch it but um try to try to navigate it differently like oh shit like I'm doing this okay let me like get back to the purpose of like when it comes to like procrastination or having anxiety and like trying to like push things to the side. And do you feel like I try to work on certain things? Um, I, I feel like in certain instances, yes. Like when, um, okay. Like when it was time to start planning to move, um, I felt like you were working you know, to do things a little bit at a time because you just had even told me like I was frustrated and I just didn't want to deal with it. Like it was too much. Um, And so when I said, well, if we start now and you do a little bit at a time is it'll be easier. And so you took that and you did a little bit at a time, like you called the moving company and got them hired for one week. And then um, you called, it was two people we had to call the moving company and what was the other one? Um, 
The junk people. Oh, yes. The moving company. And then um, you call the junk people and then schedule them for, um, you know, a day. And then you schedule the cleaner to come out. And so in, th- in that instance, I was like, okay, yeah, I see, you know, I see she's, she's you know, she's doing it. She's making some progress with this moving. And um, even though she was feeling overwhelmed, she, you know, jumped in and got it done. Um, but other times I don't. I don't, I don't ever want to say that I don't feel like you're trying, but I think that everything that's going on inwardly makes it look like you're not trying outwardly. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Um, Cause I feel like, you know, you want to try for us and you want to make sure things get done and you want to um, do what you need to do, you know, to just be, to like, like to live and, be a contributing member of society and not let your anxiety like keep you in bed, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, but it's just, I can't, I don't know what it's like to have ADD and I'm not in your head. I only know what I've read and what you've told me. So I always think that you're thinking about it. It just may not look like it Mm. to me. Which is true. Yeah, I can see how it may not look like it on the outside, but I'm always thinking about it on the inside. That's another thing that's on my mind. Mm. So do you feel like I should like possibly go back to a psychiatrist and and maybe start taking my medication again? So I was in a um, relationship where um, uh, my partner had anxiety and she actually went uh, to, uh, I guess it's a psychiatrist and they prescribed her medicine. All it did for her was put her to sleep. Like it, it didn't, I, I didn't see where it was helpful for her in managing it. It was like, all right, you got anxiety and now, okay, let's just go to sleep. So I don't know that I would want that because I feel like it would alter you as a person to some degree. And I, I like you as a person. I can say, I'll tell you some of the difference in what it actually feels like. What? So, so um one it's got it's like a lot of caffeine like you feel energized like you you've got like you're fidgety fidgety jittery yeah so that's one thing um I told you like I can have mood swings yeah um so that was another thing that I, I, you already had those so I don't want to intensify those. Oh, wow. <laughs> um so it, it doesn't put me to sleep because in fact I can't sleep when I'm on them mm, <laughs> so it. I wouldn't be in bed <laughs> But, um, I mean, there, like there are benefits to them, but there are some, some very negative side effects for me that I, you don't want to do, I don't want to deal with. I probably don't want to deal with them either. But that was also when I was on a high dosage. Mm. So I feel like, like, what if I went back and I started back at a lower dosage? Like, what if I went to 10 milligrams instead of 30? I mean, what are the, what are the pros for you? What would change or what could it help you change I feel like I would be a little bit more motivated to -hmm. get things done Mm -hmm. um while I am a multitasker I'll be able to multitask and also get all those jobs done instead of like leaving a lot of stones like unturned with a lot of projects yeah so um if you did I mean how would you feel about that I don't like, I don't know. There's got, I feel like there's got to be some, um, like other alternatives to, and there is actually, I mean, I read about them and some of those other alternatives are like having checklists, having calendar, have a, having assigned, um, things that, you know, need to be done for certain days. It's basically like just being organized on the outside. So the inside can feel more organized from what I read. Yeah. I could definitely see that as a as a possibility. And actually, you've mentioned that to me before, but not in the sense like, hey, I did some research <laughs> and maybe you should make a calendar. Yeah. Like put on your calendar, <laughs> make put a list calendar. and then just yeah. check things off as you go. Yeah, I've heard I've heard that maybe and maybe that is something that I actually do. But I've I've tried in the past to have like these checklists and calendars and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But if it's not constantly in my face, then. Like I need something that's going to be like right there, uh, that's but also that's going to cause me anxiety. So like, <laughs> what? 
<laughs> what what's what can I really do? What's the happy medium? I mean, I feel like I think we I've said this before. Like, put it on your um, put it on your lock screen. Like, put no. your to do list. <laughs> yes, put the put a to do list on your lock screen, or put things on your calendar so that they remind you periodically throughout the day. So if you have to like you know get your oil changed, be like, okay, I'm gonna put a calendar invite to myself or just I, and I do it all the time at seven eight and nine I'm gonna get a tap on my phone to go and get my oil changed that's that's one way I feel like it being it could be in your face all the time um, and then the other way is just you have to get into a routine of checking something daily or checking something nightly so before I go to bed usually I check my calendar for the next day to see what's going on so I can know and be ready for it and so if you like you know prepare in that way then it will always be in your face but again that that requires you to remember to check your calendar night nightly i don't know what kind of reminder you said to to remind yourself to remind yourself <laughs> so, um but i'm maybe, sure maybe maybe it can there. start with you like hey did you check your calendar like when like where you're checking your calendar in bed like okay did you check your calendar like i gotta do this oh, yeah, tomorrow do what that. do you what do you have to do and we kind of do we that. do do that you look but i just no just be like oh i gotta do yeah yeah um so yeah that that's that's definitely a thing but you know if you wanted to go back to the doctor and see if a smaller dosage would make you feel better not that you feel bad but um help you be more um get up and go ish i'm for it i just don't want it to alter who you are as a person like who i know you to be as a person there's got to be like some homeopathic ways that you know, help that maybe it's cannabis. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. But <laughs> I would rather not have to take the medicine. So yeah, I feel you. I, feel I can you. tell you that like when I drink caffeine now, like when I, when I have like a refresher, which I'm going to start making my own at home now. Uh-oh, Cause you bought the mix. There. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I bought All the right. frother for my sweet cream. Um, but like, I want to do those things first. Cause like, if I have the caffeine to get me going and then I have like this list that I'm already have written down, then that'll, that'll sub as, you know, what the medication would have done Mm -hmm. minus the side effects and the insomnia and the loss of appetite. Although I could use a loss of appetite. Uh, Period. Me too. (laughs) Let me get some of those. (laughs) And it's about to be winter. Oh man. I cannot. Okay, that's a whole different story. That's a whole different story. Um, before we go, uh we moved. We talked about this oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. in our last um podcast, but uh didn't get to show what our living room looked like. <laughs> you can kind of see it if you're on YouTube, not the people listening on the like, podcast platforms, the audio versions, but you can kind of see it on YouTube. But um, and this this app I use has a cool new feature where I could just use my phone. So let me see if I can flip this real quick. There we go. So it is still a mess. However, it's gotten a whole lot better. Yes, a whole lot better. Um, we had more bags and more boxes than we could even count. And we've just been working, um, diligently to get through it, which I feel like you've been doing a pretty good job with that. Cause like, I don't know if it's been overwhelming you walking in here with all this stuff in the living room, but yeah, like it was, like it was overwhelming for you. I don't think you understood that it was also overwhelming for me. I, I just didn't. needed time to like, oh, cause I was like, okay. let's get it done. No, and I wanted to get it done as well, but I just needed a moment. (laughs) And as you see, like when I'm starting to work on something, I get it done. Like last night when we came at, like when we came in from like the laundromat, even though we have a washer dryer in house, we just wanted to get a lot more done at a time. We would have took us weeks to wash that stuff. Right. (laughs) And and, and it would have still been piling up because, you know. Yes. But yeah, going to laundromat was super helpful. But even while we were there, like I was cranking through the folding and you were were focused you had it and as soon as we got home like i didn't wait to put a lot of stuff away i started putting away right away that's the way to go so just go ahead and put that stuff away when you get in 
things and it just makes life easier see this is where I, like this is what i'm talking about like you didn't notice anything like any changes I, like i mean yes i saw you come in like and and just jumped right on and i was like oh, okay well let me go ahead and jump right on it then but i had a headache so i was struggling but um yeah i got it done for the most part yeah so got anything else um i do not have anything i'm excited about today we do have a game both oh, of yeah, us football game yeah um and then we're going to a wine fest that was originally supposed to be a date with me and my mom but she canceled on me i'm sorry um so my feelings were a little bit hurt about that but now it's another place where we can go and, and have an experience together and take pictures and stuff yeah it'll be a little date maybe i'll vlog it That'd be cool. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. I and think I'm gonna. I think yeah, I think so because um, I've been working on our website and um, I put up pictures as you saw yesterday when you were. She trying to make me. Oh my god, <laughs> reprimand. <laughs> trying to make me I'm out just, here looking. Got no, me out here looking bad. No, I'm just trying to like you know be real. Like people don't walk around looking good 24 seven. But they also don't walk around with wigs halfway on their head, <laughs> a girdle, imagine. and a bra on a like in a picture. Like what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> why do you want people to hate me <laughs> I, I want people to see you for your beauty inside and outside um but yeah i think it'd be cool to uh put those on uh, on our website too uh our website is togetherrealbad.com you can go check out those pictures there you can follow us on tiktok together.real.badpod and our um, couples page, which we're just getting started. We haven't posted anything yet, mm -hmm. but if you would like to get a jump on that, it is beautiful and ace. And as what's the sign? What's, what do you call that? Sign? It's actually in ace, I think. Is it? Mm -hmm. Let me check. <laughs> uh, while she's checking, you can also uh, check us out on YouTube and uh, look at some of our shorts. Those are fun. And um, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know if people listen this far, but if you've listened this far and you have a question you want to ask us, email us at the number two and then gather, G-E-T-H-E-R, realbad at gmail.com. And uh, we would really enjoy interacting with you, asking, answering those questions. Yeah. Um, did you find out? I did. It is uh, beautiful in the letter in ACE. So, And that's TikTok. And that is on TikTok. All right. Cool. All right. If you don't have anything else. I do not. All right. Until next time. All right, y'all. Be good. Bye. Peace. She's stuck inside my mental. She got a body like a temple. Even though she drives me crazy, I tell everyone that's my baby. She's pretty like a 4K sunset. Blue-eyed baby from the Midwest. Why so bad when she undressed? Does your ex would be upset? Little bitty knows how fast.